Socially Savvy Broadcasting Live here at the Pink Lounge in Bellevue. I'm your host, L.B. Jessica, with co-host um, Jason Rendon of Seattle Hello there. Hey, how's it going today? Pretty good, pretty good. I, I like your costume. You look really good. Oh, thank you. Thank yeah. You, um, you got it all going yeah, on. Yeah, well, we're doing the 1920 Gangster today. So. I like it. It's so strange to be, after the weekend, it doesn't seem like it was quite as... It doesn't feel like Halloween after three days of Halloween. <laughs> no, exactly. Here's another day of Halloween. So. Another day of Halloween. Oh, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Okay, well, today's show is brought to you by the Sweet Lounge here in Bellevue, the hot new um, grown-up place to be. It's very grown-up. It's very nice. I like it. I like the feel of it. It is have a very relaxed atmosphere. has a great bar that circles all the way around. You can sit all the way around and walk all the way around. Yep. Uh, it's got food seating. It's got lounge seating. And it's got table seating. A little bit of everything. Yeah, it's definitely a Okay, well, it looks like we're going to be starting off here shortly. I'm not sure is this our... No. Oh, no, not yet. They're going to be bringing over beverages to have to Okay, Mr. Jason, you want to start us out? So, uh, yes, we're looking uh, okay, at Coastal Savory brought to you by Sweet Talk Wipes. Just like our hands, our cell phones need to be regular clean and detoxified. Order yours today at www.sweettalkwipes.com. Those are actually neat, actually. I use a few. Oh, yeah, well, definitely, you know, I mean, they're good for a lot of little things, too, not necessarily just for phones. I know I use them on my laptop, you know, and stuff of like that nature. That's usually what I do. I'll watch them myself on the I do like them, you know. <laughs> and you get those online, which is great. They've got fun. Fun Yeah. Okay, so today's Socially Savvy Marketing, we will be discussing what it means to be a Socially Savvy Marketer. Yes. First, we're going to define marketing. Um, the action or business of promoting and selling products or services, including marketing, research, and publishing. Yes, that is what it is. That's the uh, thing that we see everywhere is marketing. How can we get our word out, whether it's social marketing or flyers or books or magazines or radio? Everything. Everything is all about marketing. In, in everything being about marketing, it gets to be a little overwhelming sometimes when people don't do it in appropriate manner. So I think uh, this show we're going to be just touching base on some of those. What's acceptable, what's not acceptable? To give you ideas so that you're not pushing people off. Because if you're pushing people off with marketing, you're um, pretty much Right. You know, and that's the one thing that, uh, you know, just to you know, start off with a couple of notes. Uh, one of the things that's real big in restaurants is uh, dropping names. You know, it's one thing to go in there, you know, I'm Dr. So and so, but another thing is like, oh, I know Dr. So and so, or I'm a basketball player, or some manager. Um, you know, it doesn't make you look good, you know, when you're, when you're trying to drop your name or to get your place in. Yes. No, most definitely. I've never been a big fan of name dropping. And to me, it's kind of like you've got to be able to stand on your own and represent yourself. If you're working with somebody and you can mention those types of things, but if you're just throwing it out there to um, try to make yourself look better without an actual connection, you're running a huge risk. Oh, yeah. There's, if there's, because somebody's going to say something. Somebody's going to ask. Especially, it's like, you know, when you 
trying to figure out who they are, and you know, they come in there and it's like, well, I don't know who that person is. So, but, um, screw up here, lounge here. Uh, one thing I want to say, the music's actually kind of nice here. It's not too loungy, it's kind of, it's built really, you know, without being like trans and whatnot. I know, it's really, I like, I like the background. Sorry, I've been a little bit in and out here. I'm looking at our episodes trying to figure out if we're actually LinkedIn or not. <laughs> it's kind of funny. It looks like there's um, some power issues with uh, blog talk radio. So we'll be interested to find out if uh, people can hear us. And yeah. if not, we'll be rebroadcasting. We'll be back to recording. Yeah, recording. Yep. We're going to back up our app. <laughs> but the next thing that's kind of important you drop me is it's also on Facebook, too. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, you know, posting something on their page saying, hey, you know, you should come here, you should buy my stuff without actually knowing Yeah. I get that a lot. You know, it's like, well, wait a minute, this is my business page. So. Well, and I think a lot of people don't, um, they, they look at Facebook in such a social distance and they're not really looking at the actual Facebook page. Yeah. This is kind of a, an extension of who we are in this virtual world. And if you don't treat it with respect and treat people uh, the way you would face to face, you're leaving a, actually a more permanent mark on yeah. what you're doing wrong. Mm-hmm. People can see when you're saying something stupid or doing something stupid on Facebook, they'll forever let somebody delete that. Posting pictures of advertising are, you know, using them like, you know, if you're a celebrity, it's like, hey, they were here and they posted that information. Yeah, that's right. One of the other ones is posting business links when replying to Facebook comments. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's like, oh, it was great to see you and um, at last night's party, and then there's the hyperlink for yeah. whoever it is they're trying to advertise. But they did that in the first email days, you know, when you know, signatures had them at the bottom, you know, it could be unrelated to like, hey, thanks for, you know, mowing my lawn, and then at the bottom was like, you know, Lose weight now, ask how, you know, it's like, really? come on. Well, but you know, I don't know about you, but the thing that I noticed with emails is that didn't, that wasn't in my space the way when they post on my Facebook and they have these hyperlinks and, you know, um, John's Play Toys. It's like, okay, I don't want that on my Facebook. Okay, that's not who I am. I don't want it associated to me. Where the bottom of the thing, if it says Yahoo or whatever, it was like, oh yeah, another Yahoo. It just seems to have a different personification over the Facebook. And the other thing is, like, when you have, uh, Facebook pictures, you know, people post pictures because they took, you know, pictures of you, and then the next thing you know, you see this uh, picture of you and you're like, like funny face and whatnot. Yeah. I know that Facebook now has the ability that if you tag on the post, I have to approve it. Yeah. It's a great feature. Yeah, it is. Turn it on. <laughs> Turn it on. Especially if you're you're single and you're dating, you know, perhaps you shouldn't have one where you're, you know, locking up with someone that you just met and yet you're pursuing somebody else. Probably not a idea. Probably not. Um, thank you. I think people in our audience are guilty, I am sure, but... Well, I think, you know, that's the thing about, you know, being socially savvy, it's learning from your mistakes. We all make mistakes, we all do things, we think they're kind of cute, and then all of a sudden, you know, you look back, it, it, it's kind of like that, that morning after. Oh, maybe that oh, wasn't quite what I wanted it to be. I do that. Maybe I should have you know, everything that morning after, for those of you that do aren't doing dull, please, no drinking text, okay? Don't do it. It's not a good thing. Oh. There's a few people we've known over the years that kind of like drinking text for They have a midnight texting to a loved one. Um, we won't mention any names, but, you know, just give them the like, I love you. I really do. And then they wake up in the morning and go, oh, sorry, I didn't mention that. Okay, uh, fortunately, I think I've only had two of those, but then I just kind of laughed them off and said, oh, no worries, you know, because they, of course, you get the apology in the morning. 
and again, with your marketing, you have to be really careful because if you're texting and you happen to hit one of your um, to be clients or clients and send off a, a ridiculous text message, yeah. you might want to be aware before you use any alert whatsoever. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so some of the socially friendly ways brought to you by Kind Bars, the healthy and delicious snack. Um, <coughs> talk about, you know, some of the negatives, which we'll bring up some more later, but uh, I think it's really important to try to focus on some of the positives with, with the new technologies that have come on. There are so many opportunities and so many great ways to get connected to people. Um, Facebook being one of them. Yeah. Uh, Twitter. I, that one, you know, just depends, I guess, who you are and how you want to connect with it. Um, but, you know, through email and all these other forms have been great ways of connecting. But what happens is think people have a tendency to uh, not use them properly in the beginning and then they lose everybody. Yeah, it's easy to share your posts, especially if you're like, you know, thanks for you know, having me over, thanks for the drink, thanks whatever, and then having, you know, you can also say, say hey, you know, can I do this on our Friday once you hit on by circuit this place? That's acceptable versus you don't say nothing at all and then there's only two business. A lot of people don't, you know, don't do that. You know, it is okay to do that, but within, you know, you don't have a way of looking all over Facebook. You know, like if you say the same thing to five different friends all at the same time, it doesn't really work. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Um, and think before you do anything because it is going to follow you around. But the thing about marketing, I think a lot of people have to remember is if you're doing a business and you are out there getting your name out there, you have to be on all the time. And that's the thing that a lot of new business owners don't realize that. They think, okay, I got a job and I do my business, and then they go out to the bar, and then they make a phone for themselves, and then they lose credibility just like that. Oh, yeah. You, are, you have to remember you're always going to be on. It's because when you work for any company, you know, a lot of times they will sit there and talk to you about you are now an extension of who we are. Uh, you know, please respect that. Please be aware of that. So that if uh, somebody comes up to you and says, you know, hey, John was at this event, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, he works for my company. He wants them holding their head up high. Yeah. yeah, he works for my company now. Oh my God, he works. He no longer works for my company. <laughs> you know, instead of talking about your company, sometimes you have to be careful what you say for a living. It's one thing to, you know, say, yeah, I, you know, I work at this, I do this, but you don't want to brag about it. Like, well, you know, I work at this, and then I also get these cars, and da da da. You know, keep it light and fresh. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Um, another marketing tip that I just thought about is, and this one kind of hits people in a, a, a funny kind of way, when you are out there working with people, um, we always teach our children that they have to, we don't want them swearing because right. it's going to come out at the most inopportune time. It does. Uh, you know, usually through some kind of a strong emotion. If you swear and use language in your off-work time, you run the risk. The more you use it, then the more risk you run using falling into using a, a term that you really wish you had it when you're in a position of stress and uh, business deal. Yeah. So I always, I mean, it, sometimes it sounds a little bit, you know, now you're getting the proper type of stuff, but if you want to always have the best chance of making a good impression and the least chance of slipping, you do. You want to kind of refine some of those things and say, you know, maybe if I stop swearing as much or maybe I just drop this particular word or, you know, maybe I start being, I don't know, more creative and articulate. Pick a new word. Know your environment. Yeah, know your environment and, and also realize that if you want people to take you seriously, you need to come across. So, you know, picking up yep. a few new adjectives is always good. <laughs> of the positive side. Okay, so some creative ways of getting yourself out there. Um, 
create community blogs where the info is expected to be shared. Yeah. One of my favorite things that Facebook has done has been the, um, the groups and the pages, the communities, where we have we have one that is uh, Seattle stuff, something going on, mm-hmm. and everybody can post whatever events they want on it, and everyone who's associated with it knows that that's what it's there for. Yes, and if they like it, they'll continue to the post, they'll say, you know, a, a thumbs up or a like or whatever. Right. And if they don't, it just falls by the wayside, you know, it falls down. Right, it just doesn't get any more attention. Um, and I think that is a fabulous way of using the newest technology to get your name out there, have information out there. Uh, but again, it's got to be very much like-minded. So in this one particular group that we're talking about, it's all about special events. So right. we're always looking to, you know, how do we get a special events out there? How do we make it so that we're, you know, easily seen? And something like that makes it really simple. It also makes it really simple when people are doing their job. Yeah, definitely, especially with the red on you know, you know, when the post up there, sometimes I'm looking to what we're going to do that night, like or something there. Yeah. Interesting. What to do? So if you know something, you know, be free to share. I totally agree. Um, another socially savvy marketing technique is, and, and this is just so old school, it, it cracks me up. It's actually building relationships. Yeah. Take the time uh, to make win-win opportunities, but really. Before you're going in there and trying to sell something, especially with all the choices people have, get a relationship going. Um, establish yourself as somebody that they would trust or that right. they want to do business with, um, so that maybe maybe they're not in the, in the business for what you need, or maybe they don't need what you're selling right now. Right, but, but down the road, you never know. Exactly, and so it's always important to make sure that you're building those relationships and serving people. If you're in a Anything where you're having to use marketing, it means you're serving somebody with a product or a service in some way. You want to make sure that when they, that opportunity comes up, that you're yeah, prepared for it. Yeah, different bridges. You, know, you never know. You know um, buddy of mine, he runs a, a, a doggy daycare kind of thing, and I don't have a dog yet, but maybe one day I will. So, you know, got to you know, keep everybody in check with what's going on. Yeah, most definitely. And we like doggy daycare because they take care of the puppies. They do. Beautifully. So. We have puppies, and when we go out of town, I've already told them that. <laughs> I, I still keep trying to get him to take care of cats, but he just doesn't like cats. Well, if you met him, he doesn't look like a cat. No. <laughs> <laughs> we no. love it when our guests show up because we get so much of this interaction on the backside that is hilarious. There's still time to come on down, so we're in Bellevue. Yes, most definitely. We're going to be, we have some great giveaways from some of our favorites. <coughs> um, Pine Bars popped in with some great stuff. We have Go Girl Energy Drinks back in. Um, fun stuff. Bellevue yeah. Nordstrom Cosmetics. There's some great so things. Great, great little tiny markets. You know, I know our daughters love them. I know, they're, well, and they always have, it's a great way to try new products. And that's what, yep. you know, the swag legs are all about. Giving you a chance to try something without any risk. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. That again. So that's going to lead into one of the other um, socially savvy marketing tips. Um, product driven. Get the product directly into the hands of the consumer by sampling. There are tons and tons and tons of events that you can afford to, that you could do this with, and it's usually very affordable for you to get your stuff in advance. Um, or like have a vendor table. Uh, we have vendor tables here at um, our show. Currently, our yeah. vendors pay twenty-five dollars to be able to set this stuff up and show it off and talk to the listeners and, and inter- you know, showcase what they've got going on. Yeah. Um, our 
sponsors get to put things in the bag and, and there's you know, nominal fees for that too. So there's yep. lots and lots of like fashion shows, security events. When you're going up to, you know, when you go to the mall, you know, don't be afraid to go to, you know, the Nordstrom or Macy's and, you know, walk to the counter and say, you know, I'm thinking about this. They're, they want, they're there to help you. It's like, oh, you talked about the last time with wine. They're there to help you. Yeah. You know, yeah. don't be afraid to, you know, try it. I totally agree with that. And if you have a product out there and um, you're trying to get it in the people's hands, also, you'd be the one to reach out there and say, hey, you know, I've got the, this great project where I've got all these samples. You know, hey, can I, can we work something out where I can put into your fashion show? Or, um, a lot of people who are doing these events, they're always out there looking, but if you bring an opportunity to them, that is great marketing. It also, you know, speaks leaps and bounds about you and your promoting and your ability. You don't be afraid to look at other promotions, you know. Oh, well, definitely. You know, a lot of people take it to heart, like, oh, well, I wasn't asked to do that. Well, you know, sometimes they're not thinking about you, even though you might, you know, be parallel. You know, like if, uh, uh, you know, they, they're brought in a service that's just like yours, but yet they didn't ask you, and you're supposed to be French, it's like, don't take it personal, because they might just not be thinking about it. That's a really good point, yeah. yeah. Typically, yeah. when you go into an, an event, you are trying so hard to get things going, yeah. that you're very, you become hyper-focused on it. And if you're somebody in that realm and you know somebody who's doing an event like that, don't be afraid to say, hey, um, you know, what do you think about this? But on that same note, if they say maybe not this time or it doesn't look like it's a fit, don't be offended. Right. Don't keep pushing. Don't keep pushing. Because people have... Be a, yeah. And people have a certain mindset when they're doing something and it's maybe got nothing to do with the fact that of the product you just doesn't fit the difference. Right. Right. Definitely. Um, you know, and that's another thing. When you're doing your marketing, understand your demographics. So do your research and get to know your demographics because it's like for our show, for instance, uh, I probably wouldn't have a hard rocker come in and sponsor the show. No. There's nothing wrong with a hard rocker, but it doesn't exactly fit kind of where big we are. Big hard rocker or big talker? No, hard rocker. Big talkers are always <laughs> the part of the show. Oh, we've always been part of the show. Definitely. <laughs> but that's, that's part of the marketing. It's understanding. Figure out. And you have lots of services you can pay a lot of money for. But m more importantly, go out and check the, the products that you're competing with and yeah. see who they're selling to. You, you yeah, don't have to. Do. Yeah. Exactly. You don't have to spend all kinds of money. And after friends, that's another thing. Okay, so flipping over here, um, we are going to touch the um, socially acceptable and unacceptable, brought to you by Captain Mike. Yeah, definitely. They're actually pretty good. They're really good, and they've got civilians of flavors. Yeah. And they also have mixers now, mm -hmm. so you can grab a lemon drop mixer and, and mix a vodka and, and just take it with you. We had a mojito one. It's quite like a real mojito, but it's just like Okay, so socially acceptable. Yes. When you're in your marketing thought process, it is socially acceptable to talk about what you do for a living when you're out in just a regular, relaxed, you know, The key is to keep the point. That's the thing, don't grab a handshake with a business card on the other hand. My pet is one of many, I'm sure, but one of them is like, hey, my name's Tom, and they're shaking your hand on the 
the other hand, they're giving you a car. Yep, and, and that's one of the things we brought up early when we first started doing the show. It, it, it's socially unacceptable in a regular social atmosphere to offer your business card. Right. If, if they're interested, it's asked for. A business card should always be asked for in a social atmosphere. Now, if you're talking social networking, if you're talking mm. an atmosphere where it's set up where they're saying, okay, have your business cards on the table, they will lay out those, those rules for you and say, these are, this is what people are expecting to get your business card. Those things are starting to change, too. I think so, too. And I'm, I mean, to, to some degree, I think it's a good thing. But so People are trying to save money, you know, because, you know, you take a card, you know, the guy takes it, and if he doesn't want it, he throws it away. It's like, well, don't take my card from Yeah. So now you just leave it on the table. And I have a sense of belief that they're really interested in that first card. I was going to say, and that's the thing, is people will invite you and say, hey, can I get your card before I go? Even if they're not interested right now, if they're comfortable with you, if you've taken the time to get to know them a little bit, then they will come out to you. I've, I've done it dozens of times. You know, the back of business cards, and everyone's always like, oh, who was that guy? I need this, this service now. So, Absolutely, you do get a lot, and I do categorize mine. You know, there's food vendors, here's, you know, other businesses that I know, there's, you know, insurance, there's, you know, and I try to keep it together. Sometimes they get mixed up, but... Yeah. And then, um, the other thing is, like, you know, this is one that's hard to do, especially with Facebook. It's not, you don't always have to get their Facebook invite. Yeah. You know, there's some people who've got thousands and thousands of people, be it aren't mainstream, they're not part of the media, they're not like a celebrity, they just go to collect the names. And it's like, right. you know, I could save them a certain amount. Like, um, 95% of the people, you know, I can go through my list of all. I know who that is, I know where I met them, you know, I know where that man where I met her. You know, you know, sometimes you don't have to always take it. Unless it's a page or if you know, a business, and that's different because you want people to like your page. Or your exactly. And I think a lot of people. Uh, they do get a little intimidated. Understand, some people's Facebook, is, they do it because it's a private thing. Other people's Facebook is because they want it to be out there and be, you know, more social. And that's okay. So just respect what people are, understand, and go for it. Yeah, one thing that's cool here about this place here, they have some yummy uh, appetizers. They're looking for appetizers down there. I know. Uh, we're, we'll we're going to be trying some on air here shortly. We're just waiting to see... I'm not sure what they were bringing over, and, and our listeners are teasing that a lot. That yeah. is so not fair. You know what? I don't want you to hear us chomping on the radio. But this is really good. We're doing the try. Well, definitely. And um, actually, one of the things that our listeners are getting in a swipe bag is a fabulous little indicator to come back and with the purchase of a uh, appetizer, they're going to get a um, well cocktail or a draft I mean, it's good towards the end of the year, so you don't have to hurry up. Yep, exactly. Love so, it. and this is another, this is a great uh, marketing technique, which I oh. absolutely love, is, is when inviting people back in to, to check you out. Yeah. Uh, these, are, these are what I call it, you know, in, in callbacks or invite back. Yeah. Be creative with that. Um, you know, welcome people into your life. Everything that you're doing with your marketing, you want it to be uplifting, you want it to be um, catchy, you want it to be um, enticing and positive. That's another thing I kind of noticed down there, different swag bags and different things that you get, you know. Sometimes it's not okay just to have like 10% of them. Sometimes you have to throw something different in there. You know, 10%, it's 10% of them. Like, oh, you know, like you can write here 10%. You know, yeah. these are actually cool. They're interactive. There's a lot of information. Mix them all in my pocket. Keep it. You know, maybe that's me who were, you know, I kind of like to be interactive with company, you know, I want to know more, you know, anything else. Well, there's a difference between swag and goodies. Yeah. Swag is where you're actually getting something worthwhile trying. Goodies are well, like, 
oh, well, that little type of sanctity and, and maybe, you know, this little discount coupon. And so this is a little bit of a difference in marketing. So understand your marketing. Understand what it is, what you're, what you're doing, and what is it you're trying to accomplish. And uh, you already have this big, huge reputation, then, yeah, you could probably get away with the 10%. If you're oh, a newbie yeah. on the block, you're probably going to need to push your product out there where somebody can try it and, and get it and you get a feel for it. And then send somebody home with something. I know that there's always a lot of Sometimes tangible. You yeah. know, sometimes, you know, it's not always that way, you know. I know every once in a while you get some nice uh, Norsham cookies. So yummy. <laughs> yummy, yummy. <laughs> but then you already know that they're Norsham. Yeah. You already know where you're getting from. Versus right. there's something else that's like, I got this packet of stuff. Where did I get it from? I don't know. What is it? Oh, let's see what it does. No, here, do you want it? No, I won't use it. Yeah. It's Kind of being a little bit kind of cool. There's some people, but don't go too off the top. I know one time we went to an um, Oscar night and they had this really fabulous swag. Bag? No, no, a bag, but something inside of it where somebody took a lot of time to put it in a little felt bag and put a little bow on it and a little thing and put it together. I'm like, oh, well, you probably spent more time and effort than I did taking it apart. So, yeah. you know. No, and that's another thing. Be, be economically smart with your marketing. Uh, that actually brings a very good point. Um, people are judging you when they see your marketing. Yeah. So if they see you being wasteful, um, that leaves a bad impression. So anytime you can use something where uh, your marketing creates a, a show of being environmentally aware or concerned, oh, yeah. that's going to get you some extra benefits. So Throw it over to the top too, you know, websites. Take a second to look into it a little more. You know, take a second to kind of, you know, did you spell things right? Grammar, oh, goodness, sorry to jump on that, but grammar, if you have a website or a Facebook fan page, check your grammar. If you don't do it well, ask somebody else. I have my own personal grammar. Okay, my wife, she looks over <laughs> everything and makes sure that I spell it right and that I make sense. But at the same time, it's a good thing to do that because you want to make sure that you look fairly you normal and look bad. Correct. And I'm one of those that I'm not always the best romantic person. And I have people like you and some of the other hosts who are like, you might want to fix this. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. Please remind me. Look at that. Oh, social unacceptable. But I buy a pop chip. I never think pop. You know, I, we have that on the side of the house. I need those flavors sometimes. Yeah. They make a lot. They're here in Seattle, right? Yes, they are. And um, they support the community in a huge way. They're national, but um, they have such a, a local presence that you know, they support everything. I, I see them everywhere. Yeah. Awesome. Yep. So what is social unacceptable? It's socially unacceptable to hard sell at a social event. Huge turn off. You know, that I went to a networking event, and networking I knew what I was getting into, but there was somebody who was... Um, Pushing hard, the hard sell, you know, on your back, on your back, on your back. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just kind of like when you say no one time, you say no another time. So it's like, okay, that pulls me up. I don't want to go anywhere that never happens. You know, I don't want to go anywhere that never happens. I got somebody in the crowd who's just constantly push, 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 push. push, push. Well, and it doesn't take long for the crowd to figure out who is pushing. They get shunned, and the whole purpose, of course, if you're going out and you're, you're trying to do a social networking thing and you're trying to get yourself out there, is don't be stupid. I mean, yep. I'm sorry, but do I have to say this? Don't piss people off. Oh, that's no, that's that's pet number two. It does not look good on it. If you can't present your product 
and stand on your own without bashing somebody else. That just means that you don't value yours. Definitely. You know, it's uh, something that's kind of hard, especially if you're in the same kind of business, you know, and you're friends with other people. And, you know, it's, it's you know, kind of you know, hard, you know, to, uh, to you know, go there and still be friends with them and say, hey, don't do that. You know. Well, and that's the thing. I think if be willing to hear what, if, if you have a friend who comes up to you and says, hey, you know, you're kind of a little embarrassed or you kind of did this or that or what have you, take that information in the right context instead of getting all struggled about it. If you're <coughs> marketing and, you're, and if you think they're going your way, then you really going to want to reach out there and go, you know, maybe I am being too forward. Maybe I am being too pushy. Because um, a lot of times when you're in the eye of the storm, it is really difficult to go, oh, maybe I shouldn't say it that way. Or maybe I should be more interested in the other person's marketing. If you're going to do network marketing, it is more important to hear on what other people's needs are so that you can still so that you can still that's definitely conference you know of the my wine company I'm friends with a lot of wine people here in town so you know it's always good to you know talk with them well you know I'm friends with them you know even though we're competitors I'm still friends with them and I think that's really much good as a business people think I agree you know at the same time you know you don't push people down you know you say you know if you've got a better offer than they do don't tell them you know Make a good life. Make you a good person. You know, it's really just you know, if you get a better offer, if they get a better offer, just leave them alone. Well, I mean, you can you can say you know, check me out, and I'm I'm happy to match or do something. But again, that whole trash talking it makes you look so uncredible. And I think that's the thing you really want to remember is you don't want to lose your credibility just because you're being. Trying to be over vigorous with your what you what you've got going on. Not everybody's a stereotype either. You know, sometimes you know it's, it's okay for you know they might do this one day, but for me that's today all the time. Yep. You know, they can have a bad day. I know I've had bad days. So. Yep. Another one. Um, don't put people down if they don't see a need for what you have to offer. Again, yeah. if you leave a bad taste in someone's mouth when they do happen to need your particular service or product, mm-hmm. they're not going to use you. Again, you never know what you might need. I mean, you know, well, what do you mean you don't need a car wash? I mean, everybody needs a car wash. That's not a good approach. Yes, it may be common sense to you. It may be, maybe their car really does need to be washed. But, you know, there's other things that come into people spending their money. It could be, do they have the money? Do they have the time? Understand and recognize those things. Don't don't put people on edge and make yourself look bad by judging them. Because nine times out of ten, you're going to end up with a foot in your mouth. If they happen to be strong enough to go, well, you know, it's really not that I don't want to get my car washed, it's just my husband just died, and I have no money to feed my husband. That makes you feel like an ass, and now you have no prison. Yeah. Well. <laughs> no part. Yeah. You know, it should be a lighter note here. You know, Halloween is pretty, pretty good here. We've got some great, uh, you know, outfits here. We do. We have a couple. And, oh, we're excited to have the bartender coming over to tell us about... Uh, one of the first drinks that they are featuring. How are you both doing tonight? Fabulous. Fabulous. So, your name again? My name is Joe. Joe. I'm a bartender here at Sweet. We love it. And you always have a great smile on your face. And oh, nice. work. <laughs> and it's very nice to meet you. Would you like to share? Sure. <laughs> what do we have here today? Um, well, we're going to make you three different drinks tonight. Um, I've started you out with our cucumber fresh. 
Um, it's muddled lime and cucumber mixed with Hendrix gin and St. Germain. Wow. So out of the three, this is probably the uh, lightest, the freshest, uh, just a little bit of soda water. <laughs> exactly. Healthiest. Zero calories. Oh, I love that. I'm kidding. Well, you know, it looks there. I'm seeing cucumbers and lights. I mean, what, what could possibly be that? Right. And so uh, our second drink, which I will bring out later, is Blonde on Blonde. Okay. It is a mixture of vodka, pineapple juice, and champagne. Oh, that sounds so nice. A little bit of a uh, little bit of fizzle, a little mm-hmm. bit of bubbles. And uh, finally, for dessert, we will have our cable car, uh, which comes with a cinnamon sugar rim, and it's uh, Captain Morgan, oh. fresh lemon juice, and uh, orange curacao. Oh my gosh. So while we have you here for a second, tell us a little bit about um, the concept between behind the, the specialty beverages that you guys mm-hmm. um, are presenting. Sure. Well, we wanted to have a unique menu, um, and so like any tasty food or beverage, uh, there should be a couple of things going on, not too much, uh-huh. um, but a little bit of a mix of textures and flavors. Uh, so, for example, you have soda water, so you have little carbonation and cucumber fresh, but you also do have the texture with the muddled limes and cucumbers. I, I love it. I, I, you know what? If I had not tried this, I would have never thought to order it. Well, and that's the funny thing, too, is that, you know, a lot of cocktails, really delicious cocktails that are unique, um, you should ask your bartender. You should trust your bartender and, and be adventurous and, oh, say, and say, what should I try? Um, because a lot of people, especially with cucumber fresh, you tell them that there's gin in it, and people think of their grandparents. Oh my gosh, if I had known that there was gin before you brought it over, my nose would have crinkled up like a little four-year-old. Right. Um, but <laughs> uh, Hendrix has been out for quite a while. Um, some people know about it, some people don't, but it's got in itself a nice uh, cucumber uh, bouquet to it. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. We look forward to um, the next beverage. Let me know when you're ready. Thank you. Excellent. Definitely, and you said an important thing is that, you know, ask the bartender. If you're not certain, ask. Exactly, and that's one of those things, you know, this is the, the fun of being social. Is when you're out and about, yeah. everybody, well, I shouldn't say everybody, but most people <coughs> are out because they want to interact, they want to share, they want to be part of an experience. Um, and particularly in a place like yeah. we are here today, you know, they're trying to create a very unique presence something that is more um, adult is what I call it because, you know, we're the 30 and 60-something demographic. We're business, social. We like to, you know, we work really hard and when we play and relax, we want a place that kind of understands who we are. Um, Actually, I'm not a big Unacceptable stories 
Uh, I think we can start doing a little bit more of this because we're trying to take a stand in that part of being socially uh, savvy is being educated and being willing to pass that information on. Yeah. Um, I recently had a face-off with a gentleman at a uh, vitamin store in the resident area. Yeah. And if you're my Facebook fan, I'm sure you've seen it. Uh, a very unprofessional thing, and 99% of what we do is positive press and positive, but we're also at a, a turning point where being socially acceptable means taking responsibility for your actions. And as companies, that is one of the biggest marketing things you need to remember is if you make a mistake in your company, if your product whoever makes a mistake, yeah. take responsibility, take ownership, and make it better. Don't just drop the ball. So, with that said, yeah. holiday tips. Holiday tips. Make, start making your reservations for dinner now if you can think about it, you know, because it's going to get busy fast. Well, we're not quite in New York for me to book two, three months in advance, so we start thinking where you might want to go. That's a good thing to do. You know, if you're going to head downtown, you know, tell me, like, over here in Bellevue, decide when to come here, you know, there's the Pacific Park on the other side. Yep. Um, you know, find out what the reservations are like. You know, they'll tell you. And then if so, make a reservation, and then, you know, then you come back to dinner, you go over here and relax. Well, and the other thing, too, especially with the holidays when you have more and more events going on, you know, if you're downtown and you're going to the Fifth Avenue, or if you're over here and there's a comedy club going on with a parlor or, or something, you have to remember that those are going to be rush times. And yes. if you're trying to get in for a reservation at a set time to maybe be able to go before the show, if you don't get those reservations in early, you're going to be going after And that's the thing to kind of think about, you know, pushing for dinner. Consider doing, you know, valet. Who's the only valet? Oh, valet is so high. You know, but yeah, you might play with parking. We're going to spend $15 for an event parking for Chef Valet for 10 for calling, you know. Yeah, no, but actually, you know, that is a great tip. Check out the valet, because you're right. A lot of times, they look at it as it's easier for them to be able to shuffle people in and out in a timely manner, and it makes it more convenient for you. One of the nice things here at Bellevue is that there is a lot of cover parking, so it is easier. I have a good deal. It's easier to find parking. I agree. But downtown, you might not have that. I agree. Totally. Okay, so plan ahead for your wine and booze purchases. There is nothing worse than not being able to find your favorite. Right, you know, I, you know, I, I don't have a wine exchange, so you know, get my holiday orders now. You know, because a lot of times it takes time to get it in. So it's, you know, it does, and you also want to make sure that if you have, a, particularly if you're doing a wine pairing, and you need it to match the food then yeah. you've got to make sure you have enough time to get those because to try to put in uh, something last minute when you have had a certain thought process, that is usually typically definitely, very frustrating. Definitely. Especially in the figure out you know, how much wine you need to get, so it's important you know, to uh, do that. Uh, especially, you know, it's mice and like you know, that. But, uh, and then you have glasses and whatnot. So, when you're going over to a, uh, someone's house, you know, I like to always bring something to say, hey, thanks for opening your home, you know, I'll bring a, a bottle of wine and chocolate, or maybe some salmon that I found in the market, or even a bouquet of flowers, some, you know, we are wonderful to have a nice place downtown. Oh, most definitely. Uh, you know, 
and I think it's good etiquette to just, you know, if someone's up in the house and they're having a party and they're bringing up the spread, bring something, you know, it doesn't have to be diamonds, you know. Exactly, some little thing, if it's, if it's Christmas, bring an ornament. Um, oh, I didn't know about that. Right. Think about, you know, think about, you know, okay, if it's Jewish, maybe it's going to be a Hanukkah ornament. <laughs> but take a look at your host, and, and you're, you're right about they're opening their home. Show a, a small token of appreciation it always goes so well because typically they're left out yeah, anytime you, you're going over, I'm the same way. I always try to bring a bottle of wine or flowers or something. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Something yeah. Just something <coughs> Okay, let's see here. Um, oh, this is a big one. Wearing fragrance. We talked about that last time, too. Yes, we talked about that in regards to wine tasting, but I think everybody has their fragrances, and sometimes you get so enamored by your fragrance, and you tend to get a little too much on. Be aware. When you're to Yes, they smoked you way before you got in the room, and where you up. It's, it's great to, to have your signature fragrances, but understand, especially if you're going into a party atmosphere where there are going to be a lot of people between allergies <coughs> and all the scents and rinsing. You know, that, I, I understand that you know people in, in the fragrance area. Isn't it true that if you don't know your scent, you should tighten it? Because there are some scents that don't work well with your body type. Oh, most definitely. When you're looking at, at wearing fragrance, we always recommend um, coming in and typically we'll, uh, a fragrance person will help you go through and pick one and they'll narrow it down to two or three and then have you physically put them on your body. Because yeah. it takes 90 seconds, 90 seconds to three or four minutes for it to mix with your chemistry and really get a feel for how that is going to go on you. Because with some people it'll sour, other people it'll go really sweet. I know, it's the way that it goes. You know, I definitely do that. I put it on my clothes. It's different than put it on the body. And it's pretty taking to work out or if you're you know, sweaty. Be aware of who you are as a person. You know, if you are that person that goes to that, you know, consider, you know, bringing in the building and bringing an extra, um, you know, pair of clothes. Oh, 
Party in my house. Four, and uh, in addition to a good gift idea, would be a gift certificate to any one of those breweries. Most definitely. They all offer tours. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's and tasting. And a lot of people forget about beer tasting. Um, you've, now that you've got the tequila and the, the wine, but the beer tasting, people do love beer. We, had, we did one on the show here um, several months back, and I've never drank beer. It's my beer. Um, I warned them that I was not a beer girl, and they brought a raspberry beer, uh, a malt, and another one. And I really enjoyed that. So there's a lot more to beer than what you think. Yeah, and it is a great time of the year for it because yeah. we're just coming to an end of the autumn season. Um, and pretty soon with the holiday season, uh, all of them, I'm sure, will be producing some pretty great holiday groups. Awesome. What a fabulous idea. Thank you. It is. You know, this is the part of being social that it, it is so much fun <coughs> and uh, all the different flavors. And, and that's another thing is, is when you're out with people and you're trying to find a way of connecting, share beverages. Make a beverage recommendation. Say, you know, why don't you try this? It's a great conversation starter. It breaks the ice. It's right. Love it's it. really good. Okay, let's see here. Um, now we're going to move on to if you're hosting at your house during bad weather. Typically, you know, you set a date for something and it goes out and you say, you know, okay, it's a Christmas party. Um, we're hoping that it's not going to be icy and flake, but you don't think about things like rainstorms and windstorms. You get to the night of the event and the wind is blowing like crazy. Yeah, if you like, you know, have an extra, you know, umbrella in the house, you know, especially if friends come over, you know, yep. be prepared. Have uh, candles have in all the different rooms oh, that yeah. you can light under an emergency. Have flashlights all over the place. Um, you can actually take a bad situation from a storm coming in and wrecking havoc and, and killing your uh, power and turning it into a very intimate, fun thing with candles all over the place or, or battery operated lighting. And just also, you know, if you're a kind of person who has a house and you don't wear a sock inside, you know, you know what's raining. I, I one of the pet peeves are not pet peeves, it's kind of like a helpful advice, like find an old towel that you don't need, put it by the door so they people take their shoes off, they can step on the tower and they'll walk around. They don't come back. A lot of people they're like, oh uh, sorry, uh yeah. you know, or the jacket's wet or whatever, you know, just take a few seconds to not only protect your home but also protect their stuff too. Yeah. And it kind of makes it look like you care. You know, that's important. Exactly. And I am gonna add one more tip in here that uh, most men don't think of but uh, it's a big one for women and, and people are gonna laugh at me for this, but if you have a house where you need people to take their shoes off, you need to put that in the invitation clearly. Because so many women will create an outfit and wear it with heels that if they're walking around without their heels on, the outfit doesn't feel right. So if you have a house where you don't want people wearing shoes and they're coming to, you need to state that clearly. Because I can't tell you how many events I've been to where they're like, oh, you need to leave your shoes at the door. And and the women that conjugate in the bathroom are like, I did not have an outfit ready for no shoes. Or maybe they didn't have a finished manicure or pedicure or... Yeah, yes, exactly. I mean, it can be a little bit embarrassing. So, yeah. if you're going to be hosting a party and you want no shoes, let them know. You know, maybe do something cute, a cute stain, like say, you know, wear your crazy socks. Exactly, wear your fuzzy socks because this is a no shoe. Um, so the more information you can give, the more comfortable people are going to be around you, and you're not going to make other people, you know, feel insecure. And, you know, One of the things that I, that I see 
uh, here that I like to do, uh, not just for parties, but everything else, is have some freshness with you, you know. Oh my gosh. Uh, I've actually used that when I was doing uh, interviewing someone else, and I kind of had a, oh, uh, wow, you know. A wow, you know, a wow moment, yeah. Yeah, where you just like, you know what to do, but the right way, the sad way to do it, is kind of like take them inside your pocket. I always carry some words. Put one in your mouth, yes, and then you don't care. Why don't you take this? Yeah. You know, without telling them, dude, I'm serious. It's like, you know, you want to let people save face. So if you just give them a minute, most, I'd say 95% of people kind of go, ooh, right. And then well, and, and that's one of the things I think a lot of people, you know, we, when we're young, our breath is fresh and clean all the time. As we get older, it's like, be aware. Yeah. <laughs> be aware what's be going aware. on with your, with your body. <laughs> you know, a lot of people do that. You know, especially, you know, in our generation, you know, we're talking about business and everything else. Smell good, look good, act right, be right, you know. And, you know, for those of you who have had a business, you know, before, if you get in a business, or not if you're trying to work away up the ladder, yeah, it's cool to get, you know, I, I, I'll say this bluntly, it's cool to get drunk with your friends, but if you're trying to move up the ladder, it's not cool to get drunk with your boss. No, no. As much as you want to, it's not a good idea. They, they say that when people know too much about you, with it, uh, it breeds contempt. Yes. Familiarity breeds contempt. And, and don't you brag. want to be very careful about it. Yeah, especially with other co-workers. I mean, if you happen to be fortunate, you know, don't brag. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's... Well, that's a whole other show. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that is. That's a yummy treat. I think I like the first one better. I had some both. You were good. They were, they were very healthy tasting to me, and I actually enjoyed them. And I'm typically not a healthy tasting girl. I like sweet and coffee and <laughs> yeah, I like yummy. all the yummy stuff. And, oh, we have food that we get to try now. These look like they're quesadillas. With, this looks like the chicken. Yes, they do. And uh, the little lime. So what I'm looking at is a uh, four pieces of, of chicken quesadilla, a little bit of fresh salsa. Come and sample what you're And uh, a little mayonnaise. Uh, actually, you know, I have the the menu here. Look at that. Uh, oh, yeah. Nice little menu. that has jack cheese, pica de gallo, and chipotle crema. Crema is a Mexican... Uh, um, sour cream, which is not as thick as American sour cream, so they probably added some chipotle tea and they might push it to that. It's easy to do. It's very yummy. You know, don't be afraid to mix it and all that. So I think I'm going to dive into this. Well, and I think a lot of people, when um, they see, like, um, quesadillas and, and anything that is going to have a lot of taste, they're always worried about it. This is perfect. It is a great, what I would call, introduction to the southwestern type of food. Um, even the chipotle, it's got a little bit of heat to it, but it's not over spicy where it has an afterbite that you're going, okay, give me some water, give me some milk, give me something. Um, I think it's a really delicious, um, not, it's not too much, you know, just a little bit. It's great. I love it. Um, and coming down, when you're, whenever you're trying any of these places uh, for the first time, whether you be coming into town from another city or you've just never been over here, I always recommend going fish to have more menus because yep. those are the pieces that they're showcasing. It gives you a good feel for um, what the chefs are taking pride in. Um, Build the power of the happy hour. Exactly. No, I think that's a great idea. And, and have one or two appetizers and, and then maybe jump into your dinner. Yeah, a lot of people don't realize that. You, know, you can go to you know, a lot of our great restaurants here in town for happy hour. El Gaucho's got a great one. It's the top of my head. Always try to find it. 
Because a lot of times, you know, people go, oh, you went to that fancy restaurant. Yeah, but it was a happy hour. You know, you get all selection that they have. And also, uh, do their restaurant like You know, and if you frequent a few of them, you actually get to have a great menu. Right now, last month, we did 15 on 15, I think it was. Is that what it's called? I can't remember. I know restaurants. restaurants is at $15, something like that. Oh, yes. And then there were some that were like under $28, and that's the whole course. Yeah. Totally fabulous. To try Those are always a great, you know, especially if your budget budget concept. Um, knowing and looking up some of those things, it's a great um, you kind of take back into the marketing. That is a, a great way to uh, go out with a client to showcase something special, maybe a rare, and um, give them a little bit more of a special experience if you're trying to woo and wine and dine them. Definitely. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so social food for thought. Um, being socially savvy in marketing means being aware of what your customers' needs are and presenting them in a way that they can relate to. This Never. is something that I don't know if we can clarify it strongly enough. You need to be aware of your customers' needs <coughs> and how they need to be presented to them. Yeah. If, if you know that you're, let's go back to the car washing thing, if you know that their car needs to be washed and they know that their car needs to be washed, yeah but they're not getting it washed. You need to maybe try to be savvy about figuring out why is it that they're not taking you know, taking care of this need. Is it a financial thing? Is it a time thing? And if it's something like time, what can you do to help out? Do you have a service where you can go and take care of it for them? Right. Uh, that's why so many people that they underestimate the power of really getting getting in there, getting to know your customer. What is it that they truly, truly need from you, mm-hmm. um, and serving them. And, and service is never, ever, ever underestimated. Okay, you got more food. I got more food. Chicken okay. okay. mm-hmm. uh, Roman tomato, buffalo mozzarella, basil, balsamic glaze, and all. I love making these at home too. They're so yummy. Easy, you know, bite-sized bites. And I want to mention too, for holidays, if you're having people over and you're not maybe the greatest chef, this is a great holiday tip. Yes. Go and hit a bunch of happy hours in your in your local area and um, order their appetizers. Run out, grab their appetizers, um, ask them, you know, sometimes they can undercook them a little bit and then you, all you have to do is warm them up for your party, um, particularly cold appetizers like this one that's over here. These make great party um, mm-hmm. impressions for you and you don't have to do this master that's, chef. That's one interesting thing that I, I'll, I'll bring up. A buddy of mine, his name is Chris, the same doggy daycare owner. He does a, uh, a charity dinner for does where he wants to put together a word. He'll show you how to make four small plates that are easy to do. And this is an excellent one to do. Yeah, it's just, you know, bread, tomato, mozzarella, uh, basil, little... Very really yummy. Very subtle. Uh-huh. Yeah. Very elegant. Yeah. I love it. So. I did. I took one. <laughs> <laughs> I've already tried it. It's really good. Yeah. Okay, so... Um, and last minute, last but not least, you know, we're coming to the end of the year. Don't wait till last minute to book for your New Year's Eve plans. Make sure you get into the hottest parties by purchasing early. Typically what happens is we kind of think, well, what opportunities are going to come along? What should we do? What should we not do? Right. Check out the event that you want to do. Make your decision and commit to it because if you don't, you're going to miss out. Yeah. Um, there's been a couple of events that I wanted to go VIP and I procrastinated and okay. I barely got in the door or I didn't get in the door at all. So New Year's is one of those where just right that you've got, you've got time now to kind of do your investigation, but once Black Friday hits, 
Dog. And don't use it again. No fact of dropping in. Don't use your name to drop it in there. Come on, I'm sure if you got it and messed up, you know, I've actually gotten into it by saying, you know what, it was my fault. I forgot. And sometimes they will. I can help out. Yeah, if they can make accommodations, they will. Again, remember, they're about marketing and customer service, and their Definitely. name out there. They want to make sure they can get Definitely. So. Okay, we were hoping that one of our listeners might have a socially unacceptable story to chat about. It looks like most of them are being social and chatting up a storm. But I don't know if anybody has any stories that they want to. I don't know. I think we might have a socially unacceptable story. He, uh, uh, he does a little dinner party from time to time. And some people might go and indulge. And it's wearing the appropriate attire. You know, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. He's not going to comment on mm-hmm. this one. Mm-hmm. It's a really appropriate tire. We talked about this two episodes ago. When you go to a personal house, wear the appropriate tire. Yeah. It's a holiday party. You shouldn't wear the cocktail attire. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, and I'm not on. We're on our own little show here, so I can say whatever I want. The last thing that a male or female needs is a or a Jump shot. Yes. If we want to see it, we're going to ask you. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's the thing that, and as, as a guy, you know, where you might take a picture, you're ready to take a picture of everybody else, and all of a sudden somebody's going to go, woohoo! You might not want to go, ooh, uh, I, yeah, uh, it puts you up in a difficult spot. Like, that's not cool. You know, maybe yeah. it's too privately, it'll talk later, but right now, it's not that cool. Well, and, and on that note, if you're taking the picture, be socially savvy about editing. Don't just post a million pictures. Edit the pictures, be considerate, because, again, if you are around people, if you're going to be around people, these are the type of things that come back and bite you in the oh, butt. Yeah. If, I have, if you happen to come around and click and I'm switching which way my legs are crossed, and you see my little piece of candy, even though yeah, I'm fully covered, that still can be a point of, of discomfort for particularly someone like me. Uh, and when you put it out there without thought, you know, with, with inconsideration, you're losing a lot of points. That I'm going to talk, and somebody else is going to know. It just it just catalysts from it. So always be considerate. Please, please, please. Yeah, Important. Did you want to say something? Is sitting at the table. I think he wants some light. I think he's got a socially unacceptable story. Okay. No. Come on. You've got to have at least one socially unacceptable. Nothing but age appropriate. There's no age appropriate. This is the internet. 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 This is so with that said, let's um, talk about what's coming up this week. Watch you by Eye Candy, Lash Boutique, and Kirkland. Get a full set of lashes for only 100 bucks. <laughs> Book today at 425-587-1133. Oh, we have a dessert. What is it? What is it? And this one, okay, before I finish, we've got to talk about this. The final is the cable car, which has Captain Morgan's, fresh lemon juice, orange poncho, Oh my god, this is a cinnamon dessert. sugar. Oh. It is dessert. Okay, now that's another cool idea is instead of trying to figure out desserts like uh, you know, cakes and cookies, make a beverage dessert. Uh, good idea is a beverage dessert and also especially another phenomenal holiday gift. You're running a little bit late in the season four, but uh, fresh berries. Oh, yes. Infusing 
your berries and your fruits with any kind of alcohol you like. Ooh, I like that. Or get a gift certificate from Sweets. Oh, there we go. Most definitely. And uh, we do. We have many other menu options. We have a blackberry cooler, which uh, we make in-house our own uh, blackberry puree. Uh-huh. Uh, we also have an Emerald City, uh, which is bourbon, and uh, and it was fantastic. <coughs> Indeed, and, uh, and also uh, we have our local brews, uh, Lazy Boy from Everett, Washington. We've got Mac and Jack, Manny's, and Georgetown Brewery, all local favorites. Oh, we love that. <laughs> so I'm really excited. I believe that uh, one of the, the gals here who runs this joint mm-hmm. is going to come over and, and kind of give us an overview of who you guys are and what you're about. I mean, I fell in love with you from the moment you guys opened. I was like, yay, finally a grown-up place. It is. It is very much for adults to enjoy each other's company, come socialize, and uh, come out in public. It has a very um, different feel than anything that's been in Boca before. Mm-hmm. Um, and even so much as to say, um, yeah, it has, uh, it's swank, it's sophisticated, mm-hmm. uh, but you can still feel comfortable walking in here with your jeans. Of course. Uh, I absolutely adore this place. Indeed. And we are located in the lobby of the Hyatt Hotel. Uh, so there are international and uh, people from all over the country. So a broad variety of people's opinions and aspects. I love it. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Well, hopefully you'll come over and give us a little bit of a stuff in just a few minutes. Okay, um, coming up this week, Nordstrom's Cosmetics, who is one of our favorite sponsors, has an eventful weekend coming up. We have Clinique gift with purchases starting November 2nd, running through the 19th. Um, meet Nara's National Sideless Team Wednesday, November 2nd through the 5th. You have, if you are a Rewards Club, a Nordstrom Rewards member, meaning you have the Nordstrom Visa card or the Mod card, you can capture your debit. It is double points from November 2nd through November 5th. And what that means is that you're earning rewards much faster. If you don't have a Mod card or a Nordstrom card, um, check with your salesperson. They have the new Mod card does not have, um, it's not a credit card. They go to a credit check and it comes directly to your debit just like anyone wants. So, I, I love rewards where you're not having to pay for that. <laughs> Definitely. Um, November 5th is also for us girls, Mascara Madness. Buy any two mascaras, get the third free. Uh, this one's always a fun one if you're, it's like if you work up that <coughs> one called um, Your Show, which is a very over the top mascara. So it's something you're kind of curious about trying to put the kind of try it. And then finally, to top it off, is the Fragrance Festival Sunday, November 5th from 9 to 11. If you have never been to a fragrance festival before, that is the best time, whether you're a male or female, to buy the fragrance because the vendors are bringing in the extra gifts on top of the gifts that are already offered. And you get the, edu- you get the education behind the, the gifts that you're trying to buy. So if you're trying to find something for somebody, you have all of the specialists there being able to help walk you through it. Also, if you love wine events, don't forget to check out uh, Woodenville Wine Country. Apex Winery, uh, Padded Creek Winery. Um, we have so, so many fabulous sponsors. We're very, very fortunate. Yeah. 
uh, a cascading ice uh, yeah. for our swag bags for our listeners and our giveaways. Um, so thank you everybody, and now we get to hear from one of the uh, venue management, and they're going to tell us a little bit about the whole philosophy behind when you guys open the door. What makes this place so great? I, mean, I know what makes it great, but um, tell us a little bit about the concept. You know, why? Uh, what prompted you guys to open with this type of uh, a venue? That's a great question. Uh, the idea here is to provide a lavish and swanky environment for adults. Uh, we really are targeting an uh, age group of 30 and over because we want to provide a place that um, they feel comfortable to come and um, be comfortable and enjoy uh, cuisine that is inspired by a chef and uh, that's being led by a chef. And we want to um, provide a space that uh, is relaxing but can also be very much fun. So before, between 4 and 9 p.m. every night, we have more of an environment that is uh, laid back and chill. Um, uh, aesthetically pleasing to look at, and then afterwards it kind of pumps up a little bit more, and um, it has a little bit more um, in- energetic vibe. You know, what's not going over the top? You know, the food here, you look at the food menu, you look at the drink menu, it's sophisticated yet um, affordable. Afford- yeah, affordable, sophisticated, but you're not going over the top. They're not doing cleaning dances, they're not cleaning the bottles, they're just making a good quality drink. I really do like it here. It's, kind of, it's one of my favorite spots so far. I would totally agree, as I have a mouthful of food. Um, what I love about the, the different foods that you guys have, particularly on the happy ornament, is number one, they're not they're not large portions, so you can indulge in a lot of different flavors, and the flavor profile on them it explodes. I love, love, love. So, what's the um, the, the philosophy behind it? Um, it's supposed to be portable. We want you to be able to share family-style dining. When you sit down at the table, whatever you order, it, uh, with the exception of just a couple of our dishes, it's meant to be shared. And uh, that's why we provide you the small plate. You put your portion on your plate, you bring it up to your, um, uh, up to your chest, and you eat from there. Um, That's what you're doing. Yeah, it's exactly. It's just natural that way for you to do that. It's yeah. not messy. One of the things, you know, being from me and my restaurant, you know, career is, uh, you know, having food that's not messy, you know, where you have to have the napkin and the fork and everything else. Everything that we've had here over the last couple times I've been here is like, I can put it on a napkin, I can put it on my hand. I don't have to have a, a fork, I don't have to have a spoon. And uh, the next thing that the lady brought up was the fat bread. She here? It's beautiful. It's up on her. She's like, what's that bread? I haven't seen it. So, <laughs> it looks like, well, why don't you tell us what's on that? Oh, absolutely. Flat bread has um, uh, prosciutto, goat cheese, basil, caramelized onions, balsamic uh, vinaigrette, and olive oil. It is toasted, so it is slightly warm. And of course, we put the, uh, ba- the basil is, uh, I forget the name of the cut. My chef is mad at me. Oh, that's okay. You know, the rest of us just know what it's doing. Yes. <laughs> but... Regardless what it is, it's tasty. Every single piece, every single item that goes on there balances the other. Mm-hmm. So you're getting an, an explosion of flavor in your mouth. It's very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Love, love, love it. Um, now, one of the things I noticed when I came in is you've got the bar that goes all the way around, and it says no one under 21 on this side. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming under 21 can be in for a certain amount of time. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Absolutely. Like you said, we are family-style dining, and wanted to accommodate families as well. Uh, to the left of our restaurant, as you walk in, all the booths and the front window area, and children are welcome to join anybody under the age of 21. Now, if you uh, want to come in with your um, your lady friends or your business associates and not be interrupted by maybe a, a young adult, you can go to the left, or excuse me, to the right of the dining room and have the exclusive over there. I 
love it because it, you know, I I have three boys and it happens to be Halloween and we're doing the show here live and um, my youngest came along to go trick or treating and he actually got to come in and sit down and be comfortable. I, I, it was that was a very unusual surprise. I was very very excited about that. Yeah, and welcome with it as well. But after nine o'clock we do. Um, uh, Step it up to 21 and yes, older. Yes, we do, because we want you to also be able to enjoy the entire space without having to worry about um, offending the family or children. Now, and with that said, tell us, um, the listeners, a little bit about the entertainment you guys have brought in, because it has been um, enticing and tantalizing and unique. I absolutely love what you're doing. Oh, thank you. We want to do something different. It's obvious when you walk in, the environment here is very... Uh, like I said before, lavish and slinky, and it's kind of a, a spin-on Vegas, if you will. Entertainment that we have had has been uh, unique to any other movie that you might see. We have aerialists hanging from the ceiling. That, um, That's the part that I have absolutely loved. Yes, it's a uh, unique. I don't know of any other uh, restaurant <coughs> lounge in the area that does something as unique as that. Not on a daily basis. Um, I have seen, was it, how many days? Thursday through Saturday night. So, uh, we're really considering maybe doing something different on Thursday and bringing in live entertainment, musical entertainment. Um, behind our booth area, we have a catwalk where uh, we have enjoyed having live entertainment back wow. there. Yeah, aerial entertainment, we were pushing it over Halloween, we were at a different place, and they had aerial entertainment. So if anybody hasn't seen that, something to be seen. It's really entertaining, and especially, you know, in a hotel, you know, if people think, oh, you guys are in Vegas. It's like, no, we're in W. <laughs> you know, it's really neat, and we'll get to see well, and, you know, being this close to a hotel, you get to uh, basically entertain every, every, anything that comes through, you know, any culture, all of it. And this, the atmosphere, to me, is really um, accepting and accommodating. There's, I don't feel like there's any restriction here. Absolutely. And it, it surprised me. When you guys opened your doors, I have to tell you, I was waiting, waiting, waiting. You opened, like, a week too late for my birthday. I was heartbroken. <laughs> but um, when you did open your, your doors, it was it was such a refreshing surprise for Bellevue. No. And even the Seattle area. So we're very, very excited to have you here. Thank you. Well, we're doing what we're doing to get better doing it and doing it well. We love it. Any surprises that you can set us up on that are going to be coming up in the near future? Anything to look forward to? All I can say right now is that New Year's is going to be the place to be. It's going to be the sweet thing to Oh my gosh. New Year's. We need some New Year's options in this area. We do when we throw a party. We do a good Well, we're going to pop through here and um, touch base on our plan ahead. Yeah, you so want to go ahead and start? I think that's really cool. I can try that. Yeah, really huh. Very, very important. So, for the holiday season, uh, we have Santa's Luncheon, featuring a special show by the Finery. The Finery is up there on the First Avenue. It's going to be Tuesday, November 29th, from 11 to 1.30 at the West of Seattle. Yeah, that's all. No, you're right. That's all together. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
participant for a table of 10 guests. Fair market value is 40. Uh, for those that want to go more intimate, is 120 person or a thousand dollars for a table of 10 guests. I, I didn't want to say as a general, this does benefit. Uh, Oh yeah, um, Providence. Yes, oh Providence has been a big supporter in our community, and um, what the, the directly benefits uh, the senior and community services supporting that that elderly because you know it's people are easily enticed to support children and you know causes to tug at your heart, but a lot of times you forget about the seniors and the elderly in our um, in our community that we we expect the families going to take care of them, and a lot of times. Um, there are several, you know, hundreds of people who get left out because they don't have any family. Maybe they didn't have children. Um, maybe their family has also passed away or they're not in the area. And Providence at Christmas Tree really gets in there into the community to help make sure that that yes. support group is there for them. Get to them at if you go to I was gonna say if you go to Providence, I'm sure you can find it. This is our favorite. I'm sorry, this is our favorite. Yes. Our favorite. It's our New Year's Eve party. We're so jazzed about our New Year's Eve party. We're so looking forward to putting on a New Year's Eve party that is something that Seattle's not seen before. Um it's the, you know, it's the Roaring Twenties, it's Prohibition, um, you are going to be expected to dress. If you show up in jeans, I don't care if you bought your ticket, I'm sorry, you're not going to get on the boat. Yeah, and um, it's the details that we're really trying to cover with this. We want the feel of it, we want it to be fun, it's going to be interactive. Um, it does include all of your beverages for the evening. It includes appetizers, um, it includes dinner, it includes, it includes everything. Um, it includes a fabulous view of the space needle for um, the New Year's Eve fireworks and everything going on, tour of the sound. Um, you'll have uh, tantalizing surprises all night long. You'll have special treats. We're looking at it now. You know, we have fabulous artists that come to performing that. We have to see it. We actually have several artists who are going to be coming on. We're very, very excited. So, if you're looking for an experience that you have yet to taste in Seattle, this is definitely one of those events that you're going to want to be a part of. Um, so, go to our website, which is. Uh, which actually I'm wearing their earrings right now. 
um, their local designers, um, Martin Keelan and Bree Simone um, Setter. They showcase their jewelry specifically in galleries. Um, mm-hmm. It's been a suit. So they're going to be pairing these two together. It, it, it typically happens um, the, the last Friday, so it's going to be happening this coming up Friday. It runs from 6 to 8. So stop by. It, it's a fun going out north of gallery is known to be one of the socializing in Belgium. So if you kind of want to see how everybody, you know, who's out there, who's doing things, and they can get a feel for Belgium, it's a great place. We love all that. So thank you, socially savvy listeners, for um, tuning into us, checking us out. Uh, let us know if there's something you'd like to hear us talking about, if there's a venue you'd like us to check out and get some reviews on. We're going to start posting our reviews. Uh, as the new year comes in, we're going to go back and do a review and post uh, about the different venues we've been to, what we loved about them. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have concerns about something and you you know think that we should maybe uh, point in a direction where we can hopefully get them to step up and serve better service, or, you know, let us know about that. So thank you so much for being such fabulous listeners, and it's, uh, it's an encouragement to show up live for the broadcast. We are now going to be giving away wine, goodie bags, wow. or actually not goodie, I'm sorry, swag bags. We have a dinner for two that we're giving away, so yep. anybody who comes to live broadcast is going to uh, enjoy it. So hopefully we'll see you here next week. Okay. Take care. Yeah. Bye.